Simple Suttas, a podcast on original Buddhism. Visit us at simplesuttas.wordpress.com. I mean, I, I think one of the real lessons for, for in that, in uh, in the sutta that we were talking about of the drowsiness, uh, is that that there, you know, there are solutions to some of these problems, things mm-hmm. that you can do, things that you can try, and they absolutely make a difference. I mean, I know mm-hmm. the same yeah. thing. I, I think we we both said that uh, when we first started, had you know issues with the uh, anxiety, maybe not like clinical anxiety, mm-hmm. but just sure, sitting sure. and worrying well, and no, racing I, mind. And I thinking. did have clinical well, anxiety. Well, there you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't think for me, but uh, definitely just uh, could not sit with uh, with any sense of peace and mm-hmm. um, and that these things are are. Uh, it, fixable is not a popular way to put it, but yeah. something like that. I mean, there are, there, are, there are things that you can work on that can really, really, really help. Yes, and actually, absolutely. I think that's the entire message of right effort, mm-hmm. right? That, it, that it's not try really hard, mm-hmm. but rather look at this suite of things that you can try to fix all of yes. these problems, whether it's racing thoughts or drowsiness mm-hmm. or whatever. It's not just sit there and meditate, damn it. It's that's not right. just focus more on your breath or whatever it is. It's try appropriately. And exactly. Yes. Exactly. The, the, the right medicine for the right disease. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cool. So uh, today we're going to talk more about dependent origination. Dependent origination. Is it still on the menu? It is absolutely still on the menu. Well, um, let's see. I think the last time we were looking at uh, Samyutta Nikaya 12. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, it's just like the most straightforward statement of dependent origination. Here are the 12 steps. It's the 12-step version. And then 12.2 has the definitions. I I did have a request out from the real world, (laughs) which was that we could – if we could provide links – to the suttas uh, that we're discussing, uh, that would be super helpful. Like we could just post those on the blog so then somebody could click on them and while they're listening to the post, read through it or just read through it before they're listening to the podcast. That is a, a, an awesome suggestion. We'll definitely get on that. And uh, then just as a, another plug is uh, Sutta Central. There, there's all mm-hmm. different kinds of places to to find the suttas. And, of course, nothing beats buying the, the Bhikkhu Bodhi, uh, you know, big old fat books mm-hmm. themselves. I don't have them. Do you have them? I do. And uh, it was kind of expensive, but they're just so awesome. It just feels yeah. so great to have, like, the physical representation right mm-hmm. there instead of somewhere on the web. But um, and, and then, uh, you know, there's this uh, Access to Insight, which has a bunch of great uh, Tanisaro translations. But mm-hmm. the best place right now and just within the last couple of years has been Sutta Central. Yeah. It's uh, got the complete uh, complete everything. The complete yeah. everything. And, 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 you know, not just suttas, but also uh, Vinaya and Abhidhamma and mm-hmm. multiple translations and translations yeah. into, into other languages. But for me, I just go straight still to the, the, the Bhikkhu Bodhi translations. But one of the best things is when there are multiple translations, you can just click English. Yeah. English, English, and, and compare them and see what mm-hmm. uh, if you can get a better idea of this vocabulary. And it's just an incredible uh, resource. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll try to get some of those links posted pretty soon here. Cool. So uh, I I listened to. It's been a little while. We've had some time. Uh, I listened to uh, the recording that we made uh, of the first half. So uh, that was interesting. The other thing that I did is you know the last time uh, I was here, you mentioned those thirty three. Uh, Nibbana suit uh, sermons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm only about 12. Man, are those dense. I mean, but in a fantastic <laughs> way. Like in a fantastic way. But whew, like I absolutely, I, you know, I can maybe read at most one a day. And then basically what happens is when I read that one, then I go through and I uh, search out every single sutta that he has mentioned. And I read through it and see if I agree with the context in which he's given the, the remarks and all that kind of stuff. Wow, fantastic. Man, did I find some things in there which really made me think about the first half of the stuff that we were talking about, uh, a couple different things. 
Um, so one of the things that I uh, want to note off, uh, okay, I gave one definition which is wrong. It's incomplete. <laughs> All right, so I said that uh, he defines nama as intention, attention, contact, and perception. I was so close doing it from memory, and uh, I just missed feeling. So feeling is also in there. Um, I think that that's fairly important once again because we were talking about, okay, can we talk about further links in the chain uh, as, as being parts of other parts of links in the chain? And if we take that uh, definition of NAMA, then we absolutely have to, right? Because, I mean, we've got so much in there, which comes later. I uh, Agreed, agreed. Just all the aspects of mentality. Yeah, all the aspects of mentality. And then there was something else uh, that I was reading. There were actually a couple things that reading those Nibbana sermons I read that and I went, oh, man, we, we botched that up. This guy's totally right. Uh, one of the things that I thought was the most fascinating is he says, well, people talk about dependent origination. They talk about the 12 links. That's not quite right. Yeah. Uh, the, these are actually two separate teachings. Dependent origination being one thing and the 12 nadanas being an, essentially an expansion of dependent origination. And I noticed that we did not even really mention or touch on the formula of dependent origination. So so, so I think we got to do that. Okay, go for it. Um, the uh, phrasing of this is um, a little tricky, but I think, and it's so simple. It's so deceptively simple, and yet everything comes out of it. So if, I'm, uh, if memory serves me and you can check this out for me, um, this is actually the dependent origination teaching. When there is this, there is that. Yes. With the arising of this comes the arising of that. Yes, yes. When this is not, that is not. From the, sensation, from the cessation of this comes the cessation of that. Um, and for me, if I were to look at that, um, the, what I tried to do, uh, somebody was asking me about this, and so I sent him an email on it. And what I did is I said, I'm just going to replace the words this and that with A and B, because mm -hmm. I, I think that that's a legitimate use. And when I'm looking at it, that makes more sense to me. But, well, isn't that kind of interesting? Oh, it's, it's, it's critical. And, uh, and I think it kind of puts, uh, puts the lie to some versions of this, yeah. uh, particularly that the, the translation of, uh, of, of co-arising in a certain way, mm -hmm. as though each step were equally dependent on every other step, mm -hmm. which I think is not quite the case. Yes, I think that's not quite the case. Um, I think what that falls into is um, almost we get, you know, because the other thing that I read and I mentioned uh, in these uh, Nibbana sermons, which are fantastic. Man, if we could provide a link to those, uh, we should totally do that. Uh, for sure. For those that are really, really, really into their practice and they say, man, <laughs> I want to get into this, that's that's definitely a great place to do it. The Abhidhamma isn't uh, really dense enough for me. What I need is something even more <laughs> <That's> difficult. Right. <laughs> um, and, uh, geez, the teaching that he mentions there, oh, uh, the one where the monk says, uh, you know, uh, I understand, completely understand the Dhamma. And uh, as, as the Blessed One teaches it and uh, consciousness is the thing that uh, arises here, arises there, feels the, um, uh, you know, acts of uh, Kama and all this kind of stuff, good and bad. And uh, he just flips out on him. Like, what? <laughs> and he come just on. goes through, come on, <laughs> how many times have I taught you that this is a dependent arising? Yeah. And when I look into this teaching of the 12 Nidanas, right, um, you know, it's so easy to say, oh, yeah, consciousness is the thing that, that is reborn and all this kind of stuff. And it's so easy to get in that kind of line of thinking. And then you look and you're like, oh, wait, 
because consciousness is completely dependent on fabrications. Yeah. So if there were no fabrications, then we wouldn't have a continuation of consciousness. And that is the way. Sure, like you might believe that there is some type of consciousness that might bridge a life, one life to another. We don't really know exactly what the, the precise mechanism of that is. But that is very different than saying that, okay, that's one link in a, in a big chain of events as opposed to that's the one thing that experiences that entire chain. Right. right, right, yeah. yeah. I uh, uh, well, on the one hand, I, I agree that consciousness is is dependently uh, 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 arisen. It's still hard for me to explain exactly how that works and why those steps are in in that order. You, you give more thought to that. I I, I have thought uh, thought even more about that. Um, and could could you bring up that email that I sent you that has uh, the Chetana Sutta in it? Um, because this one is even more explicit. Yeah. Um, in in the mechanism that he's talking about. Should I just read a little bit of that? Yeah. Please so do. Uh, this is the Bhikkhu Bodhi translation. This is Samyutta Nikaya twelve thirty eight. Uh, Bhikkhu Bodhi translates it as uh, volition, and uh, Tanisro translates it as intention. So I'll, I'll give you the Bhikkhu Bodhi version. It says uh, at Savati, uh, Bhikkhus, when one, what one intends and what one plans and whatever one has a tendency towards, this becomes a basis for the maintenance of consciousness. When there is a basis, there is a support for the establishing of consciousness. When consciousness is established and has come uh, to growth, there is a production of future renewed existence. When there is the production of future renewed existence, future birth, aging and death, sorrow, lamentation, pain, displeasure and despair come to be, such is the origin of this whole mass of suffering. Uh, if because one does not intend and one does not plan, but one still has a tendency towards something, this becomes the basis for the maintenance of consciousness. And I actually think uh, Tanisaro has, has a slightly different way of saying mm -hmm. it. Sure. This, this rather good. So um, where, whereas uh, uh, Bodhi is saying a tendency towards uh, what uh, uh, Tanisaro says, what one intends, what one arranges, and what one obsesses about, mm -hmm. which is a pretty good turn of phrase. Yeah. So in the second paragraph, Tanisaro is saying, if you don't intend it, if you don't arrange it, but you still obsess about That's it, right. this is a support for the stationing of consciousness. I've also heard uh, if you have a latency towards. Ooh. That was, I believe, <laughs> in those Nibbana sermons. And I went, oh, man, is that, mm, that's just tasty. And so, so, so this is including both that conscious, I'm going to do this thing, here's my plan, off I go. Uh, and it also includes just those obsessions that you maybe don't even want inside yourself, but are, are there just bubbling under the under the surface. I want it, I want it, I don't know why, I'm just mm -hmm. going to do it. You know. And so for me, this teaching is very clear on that link. And, and you know, I, I can understand how it would be dissatisfying in some ways, or maybe you think, oh, it's pre-Abhidhamma. I, I can understand no, that. No, no, that's, that's not my problem at all. Mm -hmm. My problem is, okay, so I've got these plans, I've got these uh, mm -hmm. wishes, or I've got this obsession, I've got this, uh, mm -hmm. what was the phrase? Uh, latency. I've got this latency. Mm -hmm. How does that create or provide the uh, uh, the, uh, the necessary condition for consciousness. Well, and, and once again, I think that clearly what he's talking about is uh, some sort of post-death, right? Um, and he talks about, once again, that uh, he says in uh, DN1 that, you know, um, I'm completely and fully enlightened. Uh, as long as this body stands, the gods and men will see me. Uh, once this body falls, gods and men will see me no more. Yeah. Right, and so that this is this is some sort of a kind of linking thing. That if we didn't have these obsessions, we didn't have these passions, we didn't have these latencies. That uh, with the breakup of the body, 
that would that would kind of be it. I mean, and that's obviously very. I don't mean that that's complete destruction or anything like that. No, no, I got you. Talking, but uh, yeah. what I don't get is that mm-hmm. isn't that what's included in craving and clinging and uh, becoming? Well, okay. So, and I thought about this too. Um, <clears throat> we have this chain, and it goes from A comes B, from B comes C, from C comes D, right? I think mostly I would say that uh, uh, A is required for B. Sure. A is required for B. Sure. Absolutely. I, I, that's that's perfectly good. Um, and so what I think, the reason that we get this um, kind of revisiting of similar phenomena is because we are trying to find the proximal cause for each phenomena, mm. Right. And so we, instead of trying to explain it all at once exactly as it's happening and, and being caught in kind of a web of uh, interrelated concepts, we're just talking about what's the proximal cause, right? And actually, this leads a little bit into, you said, uh, you know, the mystical intertwining of Nama Rupa. And why is it called Nama Rupa? And man, I thought about this. And I actually had to start uh, looking at Polly. And uh, now I am by no means a poly scholar. I, all of the poly study that I've done, I've done in the, within the last month. So here's my counter to Namarupa. Okay. My counter to Namarupa is Jaramarana. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What is Jaramarana? Uh, uh, a death, uh, rebirth, uh, old age, sickness, death. Ah, so, okay. Rebirth, but yeah, so yeah, it's, uh, it's aging and death. Aging. Right. And so here's the thing. When I started looking into Pali and especially into these uh, these Nibbana sermons, what I noticed when I – because he has <coughs> extended passages of Pali, you see just like German where you have two separate concepts like, a sh- like schadenfreude, hmm. right? And so that's – those are two completely separate concepts which somebody decided they wanted to link together. So they just threw them together in a word, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that Pali works the same way. Right, that if we want to kind of create something and make it one concept instead of two separate concepts, so what would be the what would be the danger if instead of saying consciousness causes namarupa, consciousness or sorry, consciousness creates the basis for namarupa, consciousness creates the basis for nama and for rupa? What do you think? What would be the, the, the problem with saying that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would be the danger with that? Well, I, I think for one thing that uh, that consciousness is dependent on rupa, not the other way around. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure I could say that consciousness is dependent on nama, but I think I, I would have that tendency as well. Mm-hmm. If anything, it seems more the, the opposite to causality. Sure. Okay. Well, for me, what I the, – the, the problem becomes – and I see this a little bit even in those Nibbana sermons – is that instead of asking ourselves consciousness namarupa, namarupa consciousness, yeah. and linking those concepts, we get confused and we start going nama and rupa, rupa and nama. And that's not supposed to happen, <laughs> right? Consciousness namarupa, namarupa consciousness, not consciousness nama. And Rupa. Oh, those are connected somehow. Oh, that's really interesting how Nama and Rupa are connected and Rupa and Nama. No, it's not a link in the chain. It's just one. It's just one chunk, right? And see with Jaramarna too, the same thing that could have happened, right? That we believe because Jaramarna is one thing. Ah, I think I get your point that why is death before aging rather than aging before death? Right. And so we have, well, we have Jaramarna 
And the reason that we have those two things together, yeah, is that if because the pro, what's the proximate cause for Jaramarna? Birth? Yeah, it's Jati. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> so we got Jati, Jaramarna. Now, somebody, an uninstructed run-of-the-mill person, could say, oh, Jati to Jara, Jara to Mara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, 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 <laughs> that's no, no, no. Jara Marana. They come together, right? To, to age and to die is the same thing. Hmm. The proximal cause of aging and dying is birth, right? And it couldn't be any other way. Because you don't necessarily have to age to die. Right. Hmm. Um, but you have to, but if you are born, you immediately have to age, right? And, and if you are born, you immediately have to die. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's there's there's no it's two sides of the same coin. You can't have one without the other. I I've now I'm, I'm hung up in my mind on a two word combinations like uh, Vitaka Vichara and right. uh, Samatha Vipassana and, and these things uh-huh. that uh, they're kind of they they work independently but they also work together and you think about them a little bit differently if they're one than mm-hmm. if they're two. Hmm. That's, good. that's good. Yeah. And so that's that was kind of my foray into Pali. <laughs>